another episode of Sensible Chat. I'm Sensible Bobby, YNAB Certified Budget Coach, Ramsey Solutions Master Financial Coach, and Registered Tax Preparer with the California Tax Education Council. I read a disturbing article on MarketWatch.com this week. It suggested that the tax code is discriminatory against people of color. I'm putting a link to the article in the show notes for this episode so you can read it for yourself. What I didn't read in this article, nor have I ever seen, is any reference to a tax code or law that states people of color are not entitled to any available tax breaks. In other words, as far as I know, all tax credits, deductions, and laws are the same, regardless of skin color. Please tell me if you have any evidence to the contrary. I would very much like to see it. Now, this type of thing really gets to me because I've also spent years listening to people suggest that the rich pay less in taxes or get more tax breaks than the poor, men get paid more than women, and countless other statements that suggest discrimination based on race, gender, or financial status. And I was angry about these things. I felt victimized, and for a long time, I thought there was nothing I could do about it. Now I know better. I'm no longer a victim, and feeling empowered has allowed me to change my situation without spreading false information that unintentionally victimizes other people or waiting for the government, my employer, or anyone else to change things for me. Now, please understand, I am not saying discrimination does not exist. There are bad apples in every area of life, but we need to be careful about making blanket statements based only on partial information. So instead of focusing on what we hear or what we think might be the case, let's focus on what we can do to change our individual situations. Here are five ways to go from financial victim to financial victor. Number one, taxes. As far as the rich paying less in taxes or getting more tax breaks than the poor, everything I've seen is quite the contrary. There are several tax breaks that have an income cap, meaning that if you're making more than that cap, you don't qualify. But I've never heard of any that are only available to high-income earners. Now, that's not to say they won't get a bigger credit or deduction for some things, but if they do, it's because they're paying more in taxes due to a higher income. Do the math and you'll find that low-income earners have the advantage. That's apparent simply by looking at income tax brackets. The more you make, the higher percentage of that income you owe to the government. To be more specific, if you're single and your taxable income is $44,000, you owe Uncle Sam 12% of that. But if your taxable income is $200,000, you owe 30%. Now, the simple fact is some people are aware of certain tax breaks and some people are not. So education is key here. What we need to be doing is learning about those tax breaks and which ones we can take advantage of that we're not aware of today. If you're scoffing right now, I challenge you to Google tax breaks for low-income earners. Believe me, I was once the person that said that will work for someone else, but not for me. That is a cop-out. It's a self-victimizing statement, and it's not true. 
The second way to go from financial victim to financial victor is in the workplace. Do men really get paid more than women? If that's true, why don't companies hire only women? I mean, it would be way cheaper. If a man and a woman are getting paid differently for the same job, perhaps a look at their other perks and benefits might shed some light on why. Salary is not the only consideration in a job. There are also flexible schedules, insurance benefits, paid time off, and those are just a few. So before we can make these judgments, we need to have all the facts. But no matter what your position or pay, does it really matter what anyone else is getting? You have the power and responsibility to negotiate with your employer. After all, you're exchanging time for money and other benefits. So if you're unhappy with your situation, change it. Negotiate a raise, get more education, find a new job, or start your own business. The simple fact is, whatever anybody else is getting doesn't change your situation. Number three on the list of ways to go from financial victim to financial victor is investing. This is another area where low-income earners actually have an advantage, but a lot of times they're not even aware of these opportunities. So again, it's just about educating yourself on what's actually available to you. You see, high-income earners get hit with long-term capital gains tax if their investments grow. Long-term means you've held the investment for at least a year. But if you're single with an income under $44,625, you won't pay that tax. And if you're married filing jointly, your combined income can be as much as $89,250 and you won't pay that tax. And if you tell me you have no money to invest, I'll challenge you to consider fractional shares, which you can buy for as little as $5. And you can open a brokerage account on your own. You don't need to have this through your employer. It takes 30 minutes and it's free. Now, will this make you rich overnight? Of course not. But is it a start and will it add up? You bet. How about education? This is number four on the list. Statistically, you will make more money if you have a degree. Now, that's not to say it's a requirement. After all, Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, was a Harvard dropout. But if you say you can't get a degree because of your time or financial obligations, I will challenge you once again. Take one class at a time and get financial aid. It's available at any age, and no matter how old you are, it's never too late to start. I have a friend that once told me, the time is going to pass anyway, when I told her how long it would take for me to get a degree. I listened, and I'm much closer to that degree than I was two years ago. It's not happening as fast as I'd like, but I will get there, and when I do, I will have more income earning potential. Otherwise, I could be 10 years down the road wishing I'd gotten that degree. And the most important thing you can do to go from being a financial victim to a financial victor is number five, learn to manage your money. Get on a budget. Come on, you knew that was coming. But seriously, if your finances are in chaos right now, you cannot tell me anything is impossible because you don't even know the reality of your situation. Getting a clear picture of your finances will give you the power to create a budget, a plan that will get you where you want to go. Even if you don't have the money you need today to hit the goals in the time frame you would like, this gives you the information you need to know how much extra money you need to hit that goal or how much extra time. Now you have the power to make changes. 
A budget empowers you to make your money work for you instead of wondering where it went. Be intentional with your money, stay the course, and you will reach that goal. So there you have it, five ways to go from financial victim to financial victor. Bottom line, if you feel like you're in a position where you can't make a change, think again. It might not be easy, and it might mean major sacrifices in the short term, but you can do it. Don't wait for the government to change. Don't hope for a winning lottery ticket. Don't wait for your employer to offer you a raise. Think about what you can do today to change your situation and act on it. Say this with me. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. If you need help getting started or want to brainstorm ways that you can go from financial victim to financial victor starting today, reach out to me and let's chat. Book a free call with me at sensiblechat.com. That's sense as in dollars and cents, ablechat.com, sensiblechat.com. And if you have other ideas for becoming a financial victor, email me, Bobby, B-O-B-B-I, at sensiblechat.com. That's Bobby at sensiblechat.com. I'd love to hear them and share them on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember, do the math, live the life. That does it for this episode of Sensible Chat with your host, Sensible Bobby. Links for all the resources mentioned can be found in the show notes for this episode at sensiblechat.com. That's sensible with a C. While you're there, find your favorite app to be sure and never miss a show. If you need help with your budget or want to share your thoughts, reach out to Sensible Bobby through the contact page at sensiblechat.com. That's sensible with a C.